everybody, this is Barbara Graver, and I'd like to welcome you to tonight's episode of New Aged Catholic. Tonight we're going to be talking about a movie I saw today, and it is called The Pope's Exorcist. This is a brand new movie, just came out today here in PA Anyhow with Russell Crowe. And I have to say, I did not hate it. I thought it was a pretty good movie. I mean, it's obviously, it's a horror, it's a horror flick. You know, it's a, supposed to be a scary movie and there's a lot of special effects, but it's for anyone who doesn't know, this movie is very, very loosely based on the work of Father Gabriel Amorth, who was uh, the chief exorcist of Rome for many years prior to his death in, I believe, 2016. And Father Morth is someone that I have, have really, really think highly of. I've read all of his books. I have uh, really learned a lot from him. I admired him as a person. He was a very saintly person, and he was a very good person, and, and a very charming, charming, kind man who did wonderful, wonderful work. And so I approached this movie with a bit of trepidation, especially after seeing Pray for the Devil, which was, was awful. I mean, it was, was maybe not awful as a movie. The acting was okay and stuff, but, and the production, but the agenda, the anti-Catholic agenda in Pray for the Devil was, was really intense. And, and I did an episode on that. If you want to look back, it's a few episodes back. You can certainly listen to my review of that. But the Pope's Exorcist was much, much better. I mean, it's still, it was, it's a Hollywood movie about a very spiritual, spiritual subject, and it's not going to capture things the way that, you know, most of us faithful would like them to be captured on a level. I mean, they had like the obligatory, uh, the obligatory kind of Vatican conspiracy thing. Although I didn't think it was too bad. You know, the one in, in Pray for the Devil, you were kind of left wondering who was supposed to be the real evil in the movie, Satan or the Vatican. But in, uh, in The Pope's Exorcist, the conspiracy theory had to do with the Inquisition. And the gist of it was that Satan had infiltrated the church and caused the Inquisition. I think that there's probably a lot that could be said about the Inquisition. I, I don't think everybody who talks about the Inquisition is necessarily uh, on the right track with it. I think it's a little more complex of a topic than a lot of people think. However, the idea that Satan could infiltrate the church, I, I mean, I don't have a problem with that. I really didn't have a problem with their conspiracy theory. I thought Russell Crowe was really good. I thought he did a great job. I thought his accent was good. I thought he did well with the Latin. And, you know, my issues with the movie, obviously, are that they make the devil to be, I don't want to say so much more powerful than he really is, because that's probably um, not true, but they, they make the special effects, like, so over the top, and, and kind of, to me, it pulls me out of it, because I had my experiences with evil, and I, uh, I know a little bit about how, how things along this line kind of play out, I think. And I don't necessarily think that 
any movie on exorcism that gets through Hollywood is going to represent what a real exorcism is like. I mean, a real exorcism is essentially priests and the faithful praying for hours. I mean, things do happen. Like some of the things that happened in that movie really do happen. Like Father Amor said he saw people levitate. And other exorcists have said this too. He saw people vomit out things like frogs and nails. I mean, strange, creepy uh, supernatural seeming things happen during exorcisms. There's no doubt about that. But buildings aren't getting knocked down and stuff like that. That didn't happen in this movie, but just saying. So it's definitely over the top. But there were some things that were really good, I thought. For example, uh, Russell Crowe, as Father Moore said in the movie, that Latin is more effective for praying. And I, I happen to agree with that. There was also... Uh, there was also actual prayer in it. And the priests went to confess, confess their sins before they went in to do battle with the devil, which I thought was really good. And they, prayer was a weapon in the movie. It wasn't just completely tossed aside the way it was in Pray for the Devil. So I, I thought that was pretty good. I thought they did a good job with that. And, and there were other things like that. Like there were some good lines in it. It really wasn't a bad movie for what it is. I mean, obviously it's... Uh, blockbuster Hollywood movie and it, it's not going to get away from that but they didn't do a lot of church bashing they had every opportunity to make the hierarchy of the church pure evil and I thought a couple times oh that's where it's going but it didn't so so I was happy with that and and I enjoyed it I thought Russell Crowe did a good job I thought um that's Obviously not what a real exorcism is like, but it's not too far off. And and I like that they made Father Amorth. I mean, people have said Russell Crowe didn't capture who Father Amorth really was. And, and that's probably true. He did the character his own way. I mean, he did try to make it humorous and make it fun. And I thought he did a good job. It definitely wasn't character acting, but I thought he did a good job. And one thing I liked is they did... they played it up like everything they play up too much but they did talk about uh they did talk about father Morth like being a little bit of a maverick which he kind of was because he believed things that that not everybody in the church hierarchy is okay with um like here in the states for example there is a protocol to get exorcism. You don't just go show up and ask a priest for exorcism. Um, there is entire protocol. The priest must get permission. In most dioceses, this isn't always the case, but in most dioceses, there's one priest appointed to do exorcisms. All priests don't do them, which I think they probably should. And they have to get permission. And then there's a whole protocol. There's all these hoops people have to jump with, jump through. They have to see a physician, they have to see a psychiatrist, and there's there's definitely two ways of looking at that. I mean, the church is very concerned that they might perform exorcism on someone who is mentally ill instead of uh, possessed, which I could see why that could be a problem. You don't want to tell someone who's psychotic that they have a demon inside them. Obviously, that could lead to very bad places, but I think it's also true that that mental illness and uh, demonic influence are not mutually exclusive. I used to work in psych, and it's my opinion that they're not mutually exclusive all the time. I mean, obviously, most of the time, people who are mentally ill are just mentally ill. We know that. But I think there can be overlap. And, and I, Father Morse's opinion was that 
it, the exorcism itself could be diagnostic. He didn't think doing an exorcism on someone who wasn't possessed would do any harm. And he thought that was the quickest, easiest, surest way to know if the person was actually possessed. And I think that makes sense. I don't think that we need to be as, I don't, I don't think we need as much of a gatekeeper to things like that as we have in the church currently. And I think the need for ministry such as exorcism is only going to grow. And I think that a Catholic priest is the only, only person qualified to do this work. I mean, that's my belief. And, um, so I agree with Father Morth on that, and they didn't bring that up in the movie per se, but they did have him being challenged by people in the church who did not believe in the devil or even believe in evil. And there is that contention in the church of people who do not really believe in demons and maybe even not believe in evil. And it's a dangerous way of thinking, I think, for um, the church militant involved in warfare, <laughs> you have, have to believe in the enemy. So, so anyhow, overall, uh, I thought it wasn't, wasn't a bad movie. You know, I wouldn't tell anyone not to see it. And one thing I really liked was at the end, they recommended Father Morse books, which I thought was great because I have read all his books. I love his books. Every, everything he's written is just gold. And I think there are people who will see this movie and then buy his books. And that's a good thing. That's definitely a good thing. So my review is it's a Hollywood movie. Um, it's not a great movie, but it, it's not, I don't think it's a dangerous or damaging movie. And I think a lot of people like it and I think it could open some dialogue and, and uh, get some people the information they need for various reasons. So, so that's my review of The Pope's Exorcist. And uh, if you want to hear my review on Pray for the Devil, it is, it is posted. It's a couple episodes back. Definitely check it out. And uh, that's, this is my episode then for April. I'm still doing monthly on the podcast. I just, I just don't have time to do more than monthly right now. I wish I did because I like it. I just don't have the time. So I'll be doing another podcast in May. Um, I don't have any real announcements, I don't think, this episode. I am um, kind of going in a little bit of a different direction with my blogging. I, I'm still working on the fiction, although I'm having a little bit of crisis of faith with that. My wonderful, wonderful fellow writers at the Catholic Writers Guild are kind of helping me with that. It's hard to write a paranormal fantasy and to not... Uh, write things that are going to be offensive to God. And um, it's a fine line and, and I'm having some trouble with it, but, but I'm getting help with that. And I'm continuing because I do, I like paranormal fantasy. I, I don't think there's any reason why it has to be anti-Catholic or anti-human or anything else. I think writers did it. Writers wrote paranormal fantasy like Bram Stoker acknowledging the superior power of God. So it can be done. It's just tricky. It's tricky for me. So, so, but I'm persevering with that. Uh, the, the testimony, I don't know. I'm still going back and forth. I do have the free version of the testimony on my blog at Barbara or on my website at barbaragraver.com and on the blog. And, and I'm kind of changing direction on the blog. I'm going to talk more about that next episode because it's still kind of new and I'm not 100% sure what I want to say about it yet. But, um, you know, definitely you could go to barbagraver.com and see everything that I'm up to. But the blog is a little bit in transition. I, I'm starting to 
study more about angels and uh, really exploring that. Uh, I have been studying it, but I'm getting a little deeper into it and I'm a bit going to be writing about it more. So we'll see how that goes. But anyhow, that's it. That's it for uh, for April. I hope you guys are having a great spring. I hope you had a great great holiday. I had a wonderful Easter. I hope you did too. And I will see you in May. And until then, this is Barbara Graver of New Age Catholic. And may God bless us all.